What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Kurt and Dylan, and this is the Qatar Grand Prix preview episode. And we've got a long, action-packed weekend ahead of us. We've got a sprint race going on. So it's just about to hit the ground Friday, and we got the one practice session and then straight into it after that. So it's- not only do we, this is the, f- this is only the second race at Qatar. They've completely resurfaced the track, redone all the curbs, and we have one free practice. <laughs> the last time we were here was 2021. Um, and, you know, those were different cars at that time. Yeah. So nobody has great track data on this. Friday practice is going to be insanity. Um, in 2021, there was every pit stop strategy under the sun from one stoppers to three stoppers. Like it's, it's going to be really interesting how the teams react and what their plan of attack is to figure out the car on in one hour. For sure. You're definitely going to see who has the, 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 the experience and the ability to really get on top of it and learn it quick. So probably not Ferrari. Probably. Ooh, I was thinking more. Mr. Logan Sargent, unfortunately. Yeah, but but this, it'll be really, I'm super curious how the Williams is going to do at this track. It's full of, you know, only one long DRS zone, but a ton of straightaways and medium, largely medium and high high speed corners. Like it, it should bode fairly well for the, for the Williams, I would think. So yeah, Yeah. I think it's going to kind of, like you said, though, be experience based. Yeah, I I think it will be. For me, this track is kind of almost like comparable to Silverstone in the fact that it's got these medium high speed corners. Um, so I'm, you know, looking at what Williams did last time around in Silverstone. You had Albon in eighth, and Logan Sargent was one spot out of the points in eleventh. So we'll see what happens there. But before we get into that, let's talk about this news with Andretti that just came out the other day, where uh, Andretti has now been officially. I guess, granted permission by the FIA, at least, to come in as an 11th team on the grid. Where where do they go from here, though? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It sounds like they go into the bureaucracy and the politics of F1 now. Like, hey, you've been blessed off on and you're allowed to be as long as you meet certain other criteria set specifically by F1 for commercialization, which is hard to get a straight answer on what that means. It's probably just the shakedown now of is it a good business decision? Yeah. I, I honestly, you know, from here, from everything I read, it kind of seems like, yeah, there are some more hoops to jump through, but at this point we could kind of reliably believe that we're going to see Andretti on the grid, at least, you know, 2026. Yeah. You know, maybe. I think it said the earliest would be 2025, but it's probably a 2026 thing. Yeah. Um, Which is exciting. This is exciting as Americans to finally yes. have, what we would hope is going to be a successful or at least competitive American team. And this one, one that of the, flies the U S flag. Yo, yeah. I'm not going to paint their car with the Russian flag, but I mean, <laughs> Andretti's like one of the most recognizable names in motorsports. So, I mean, to have them finally coming into formula one, I'm pumped. Oh, I am too. And they're coming with GM backing, uh, under the, the name of Cadillac, but, uh, it, it's, it's just going to be, another Americanization of F1, which a lot of people will probably hate, but I'm pretty excited for. Oh, hell yes. Uh, I'm pumped for that. I, I, it's, I hope they just come out with a red, white, and blue car. Just race <laughs> one, go full ugly American and send it. <laughs> just in your face. <laughs> come, they come out with that, uh, that 
NASCAR engine they ran in the uh, Camaro and Le Mans <laughs> just started up. It, oh, wait, wait, sorry. Just kidding. We'll put the V6 in now. <laughs> oh, I can't wait, man. It's going to be so much fun to watch. It will. And it'll be really interesting having 22 cars on the grid. I don't know why that seems so strange to me, but I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We've just been become so accustomed now for the 10 teams since when 2016, I think. Something yeah, like that. 2012, I thought, maybe 16, but yeah, yeah it's been know. a while. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's definitely a highlightable thing. We'll see what happens and we'll definitely keep an eye on it. Yes, we will. All right. So let's get into Qatar because this is it's exciting for me because it's one, you know, that we've only been to one time. So it's something new. Yep. It's another night race. And it's this, again the sprint weekend. And rewatching last year's highlights, there was a lot of issues. We saw two year ago highlights, 2021. Sorry. Yeah. Two year ago highlights. We saw four cars go out with the same issue, a front left tire puncture. And I know that uh, the Pirelli results came out and said they were just hitting the curbs too fast for too long. And it was just causing them to to break. And one of the interesting things is I think it said it was either 11 or 12 of the 16 turns are right handers here. There's only like four left-hand turns, and so it's just it's crazy stressful on that front left tire. And they said the curbs up. So apparently, this track was originally built for MotoGP. So they have since then resurfaced it completely. So we have a brand new racing surface, which is going to play a part this weekend. And they redid all the curbs because I think they're curb striking so hard with all that stress on that front left tire, and it, they had four four different cars had punctures. Yeah, but I mean, again, new regulations. Back then, they had the little, the little tiny wheels with the huge sidewall tires, and now we got the eighteen-inch wheels. And so, that who knows? I don't know if they're those are supposed to be stronger or the old ones were stronger. But I don't know. They did say I read a, an interesting article from Pirelli. They said this is basically going to be a second debut here because it, it is so different. And they, so they they compared it. It's funny you brought up Silverstone. They said this track is incredibly comparable to Silverstone and Suzuka with the with the way it's set up. Um, and so they're actually running the exact same tire setups from Suzuka and Silverstone. Silverstone, the C1 through C3, um, pretty hard set of tires. And I think because they're a little nervous yeah, from they actually, 2021. I didn't even think about it when I said it. But yeah, Silverstone... 2021 i think was the last time we saw a bunch of left front blowouts that's when lewis yep. famously finished on three wheels and so yeah so Let's see what uh, happens it, it, it'll be interesting but basically they're gonna have one hour to figure it out and then it's qualifying <laughs> <laughs> i love it add that little level of chaos i love that yes and then i mean 2021 was super interesting. Lewis won the race. Max came in P2. He started P7 and basically got to P2 in like five laps and then you know, he and Lewis were, this was where Lewis turned the corner. This was in 2021. This was right after the Brazilian Grand Prix, Sao Paulo, where he famously went from P20 to P1. They put that new Mercedes engine in there and he was, he was unstoppable. They came here. He won it again. And they were like, oh, you know, Lewis ran down that, the, the difference between him and Max. It was, he was, this was super Lewis time when he won it here. Max P2, we had Alonzo on an Alpine in P3. And this was the famous where Perez had pitted, uh, thrown another set of mediums on, and he had to get through like Stroll and Ocon and, and to get back to Alonzo in P3. And uh, Alonzo saw Checo and was like, tell Ocon to defend like a lion. <laughs> 
And Ocon did. <laughs> he did. Ocon had some great racing. Uh, I, I'm so excited for this track it, in 2021. It's just a good track. It's a it's a purpose built track. It's going to be a lot of fun. Great racing. Yeah. Now you talk about Lewis winning. This was uh, Lewis's second to last win in Formula One. So hopefully, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do see this, this weekend, being but... another one. But uh, no, it, I, it don't, I don't. <laughs> Definitely. 2021 was a, was a fun race. Um, let's get into the track a little bit. So we've only raced here once in 2021. It's got 57 laps. It's a pretty long track, five and a half kilometers. Um, there's no lap record, uh, especially in these new cars, but uh, they've only got one DRS zone, but it is a long pit straightaway. Uh, it's over a kilometer long, almost a mile. Um, it, and a ton of right-handers and a ton of medium and, and fast corners so i think it's going to suit several cars very well yeah and we've got it's a night race but the yep. sprint shootout is during the day and the temperature swings are i think 20 degrees celsius which i, I 40 I 50 degrees fahrenheit yeah <laughs> that is wild i mean it's the desert it's literally yeah, in yeah. the desert so the day is hot and the the night is cold and you got a lot of winds here um it's going to be an interesting weekend yep there we go all right well you want to get into these predictions? Oh, we yes. Got a lot of one, one more thing for this weekend. Max Verstappen mm. needs to score three points to be the world driver champion. Three points. I don't see any way he doesn't walk away with the championship this weekend. Oh, yeah. He only needs to be sixth place or higher in the sprint. And, uh, yeah, it's not. It, it's basically a foregone, foregone conclusion. This guy is 177 points ahead of p2 in the championship yeah which is wild we're gonna have world champion this weekend i think maybe they'll do an awkward throne like they did last year <laughs> in max how, the max Verstappen podcast this <laughs> but how is it gonna work if it happens in the sprint because there's no podium in the sprint so they're true like wheel the wheel the chair out to him <laughs> for his interview He's not going to, he, he, he wants, he doesn't want to spoil it. So he's not going to race the sprint and he'll wait for the podcast, <laughs> the podcast room to, to win it. Um, but Jack, let's, uh, let's get into the predictions. Let's sprint do it first. Let's do it. Sprint first. Well, yeah, let's do sprint first. I was just thinking about the format of the weekend, but yeah, yeah sprint first and then we'll just move on. All right. So pole position for the sprint. Who you got? Max. Yeah, I got Max on that too. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, P three. So P three for the sprint. I got Piastri. I think it's gonna be Ooh. good for the McLarens this week. I do too. I think it will be good. I've got Carlos Sainz. All right, uh, P two. I think it's oh, gonna go be hard for Ferrari to jack up the sprint for him. It's not long enough. There's no it's pit stop strategy. He's got one. He's got one pit stop. Or he doesn't have to do a pit stop. He has one set of tires. There's no strategy except for racing. I think Car Ferrari can't screw him. <laughs> never say never, my friend. <laughs> <Too sure. laughs> All right, Why P2. is Carlos starting on hards? What is the, what are they doing? Is he, is he on enters, actually? <laughs> uh, it's the desert. It doesn't even rain here. All right, P2. Who you got? Who you I got? got Lando. Ah, me too. Lando, think, another another good one. I think it's going to be a good track for for the uh, for the McLarens. P one, Max Verstappen. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I didn't know if you're going to switch it up a little bit, but yeah, I got Max as well. Yeah. What do you got for your wild card? 
uh, for the sprint. Yep. Uh, damn it, I didn't do one. Hang on. <laughs> it took me a minute to figure this one out. Mine is that Checo will not quali in the top five. For Ooh. The sprint shootout. Oh, damn. You think he's going to have an off week? Well, I guess we'll wait till after we get to the full predictions. Let's, we'll do what, the full predictions you... and we'll discuss. Okay, okay. Uh, my wild card is going to be that uh, I say Logan Sargent is going to be P12 or higher in the sprint. I, okay. I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to be too ambitious. We'll just say yeah, that's, P12. That's, that's kind of I think weak, that's a, but okay. That's a, that's a <laughs> solid win. Come on. Look at the guy's <laughs> record this year. Logan Sargent will finish the sprint race. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wild card, oh, man. <laughs> I know, man. See? All right. So what do you got for the regular uh, quality? Who's going to be on pole? Yeah, Max. Max for Verstappen. Me too, man. Me yeah. too. P3. Lando Norris. Oh, my P3. I got Mr. Checo Perez. I, I think he's... <laughs> I, I I hope for his sake that he turns it around. Uh, but yeah, uh, go ahead and tell him that he can't get reach rock bottom. He's already there. Go ahead and say <laughs> it. Works out every time you say it for Leclerc. Go ahead and say it. Oh, this man won't even get to the race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that to him. Who do you right. got for P2? P2, I got Lando again. I got Checo. All right. All right. So I see we switched up just a little bit. P1. Oh, Max Verstappen. Esteban, oh, no, I'm just kidding, Max. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your wild card? Oh, uh, my wild card is that there's going to be a Carlos signs DNF. Ooh. Do you yeah. want to? Is it? He's going to just Carlos signs it into a sand pit or fire for a power unit failure or what? What do we? Uh, wait, I'm gonna, I'm going to say that it's going to be it's Carl the sign special. The sign special. Yep. Mine is Liam Lawson will score points. I'll just substitute drive. <laughs> Okay, Liam Lawson in the points. Dink. His final race. Potentially, most likely his final race. For this year, yeah. All It'll right, be so, really interesting. This is going to be a hard schedule this weekend. For, for On Central Time, we got Friday quality at noon, sprint shootout at 8 a.m. Saturday, sprint at 12.30 Saturday, race at noon. That kind of sucks. Yeah, well, it's, you know, the sprint rate weekends are busy weekends. But they we've are. got, actually, we've got two sprint weekends back to back. Do we? Because the next next race is Coda, right? I forgot that Coda is a yeah, it is. Coda's a sprint we weekend. Got two weekends back to back. I think that's going to be big, and I wonder if that played into Danny taking another week off. Because you know, Danny's like Mister Austin. He's going to come in. Uh, hopefully, oh, no, hopefully, he's going to he ride a bald eagle into yes. the past. <laughs> yes, I. Hope he's got the mutton chops. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you can, seeing his last time he had him was that man couldn't get any lower than looking Uh, at his eyes. I I was kind of thinking, I was like, maybe he'll tone it down and be like, what happened last year? I don't want to come in like that and tone it down, but I hope he doesn't. I want him to go, don't change. Don't change, Danny. Ride in on a bald eagle with Ricky Bobby driving a nascar car in the distance <laughs> hell yes um yeah i'm excited it'll be a good weekend though yep sure will be so we'll be back next week 
for the Qatar review after we see all this wild and craziness that goes on over the entire weekend. Uh, but other than that, if you like this podcast, make sure you leave us a rating and a review and share it with a friend. I think that's going to be it for this one. You got anything else, Dylan? That's all I got. All right. Well, on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time. <laughs>